And it's that time of the week again. Sports Panorama. We are live. Today, of course, on the menu, Ghana's Black Stars kicked off the upbeat of the Kirin Cup. That's major on the agenda. We'll talk some transfers as well. A lot of transfer news flying around. Frankie de Jong could be on the move to Man United. Darwin Nunez could be on the way to Liverpool. Hmm. Benjamin Nketiah here. So proudly brought to us by Bell Beverages and Access Bank. Now, Bell Beverages just made 2022 a lot more exciting with the Bell Chill and Win promotion. Simply buy bottles of your favorite Bell Tamarinda, Bell Cola, Puka, Big Boss, Squeeze, Breeze, Bell Malt and more. Remove at least 20 labels, put them in an envelope with your name and your contact. Drop them at any Bell Beverage Depot or accredited distributor across the country. And stand a chance of winning fantastic prizes in the Bell Chill and Win monthly draws on TV, radio, and social media. Prizes include home furniture, appliances, hampers of Bell products, shopping vouchers, and a grand prize of a Kia Picanto in the final raffle draw. Remember, the more envelopes you drop, the more your chances of winning. Bell Chill and Win. Everyone is a winner. Call 0544-335-800 or 0544-335-900 for more information. Follow Bell Beverages on all social media platforms. Terms and conditions apply. This promo is being run on the Caritas Lottery platform. Bell Beverages, refreshing the nation. Only too many L's and R's in this LPM. Trying to trip a brother up. Charlie, why, why did they do that? Reflection, oh my brother. Charlie, too many R's and L's, Charlie. But the guys are in here. Daniel Kranting is in the house. Fento Tahir is here. We have a new draft or draftee. Susu Graham is making his sports panorama debut. And then, of course, oh, the rabbi. Not here in person, but rabbis move in spiritual realms. We'll be getting to him in a bit. So just like we do all the time, the rabbi is listening from his spiritual position. Rabbi, if you can hear me, please give us a sign. Oh, you know what's about? You know about one double she? What government is so animal so animal so ni Akeshi nani ya no? Eh, wakaso meke ni bi ame beho, ame be timpo na metwa. Mita wazwe ya nukwaye, ni mwana nukwala nye wo nye. 
no ne sa no ba ni na wo se ni oye wo gbefa ni bo to wo no ni sa ko fi wo o ba to sports panorama no no ha ni olupa e a helishi o to adoke bi e ama helishi na ke se ko then ya anukwala ayi o de e o mo no yu anukwali e do hin bele no ko ba ba chita wo bi gba ke bele mo oda nketia neta kanti sentio kemi Amen. And we'll begin with the rabbi. So, rabbi, just uh, be on standby for me. For those of you who want to text into the show, you can get to us via text, WhatsApp, and Telegram 0549 986 996. 0549 986 uh, the Black Stars opened their tournament today. Uh, it was against um, the, the Blue Samurai of Japan. It ended 4-1 in favor of Japan. There's been an uproar on social media ever since. But Ghana took 18 players to this game. Um, squad shortened or uh, Ghana was left shorthanded due to a host of issues. Guys like Wallacott. Wallacott fell ill, I, I, I believe, and had to go back to London. Kofi Tre apparently uh, is on the verge of um sealing a deal to a new club and also had to return to germany others are reported to have tested positive for covid and so also could not make the list but if you go to the starting lineup that played this game lawrence atizigi was in post andrew yadon was a right back danny amate edmond ado seidu alidu and dennis corsa played some part of defense and defensive midfield mubarak wakaso christopher and Kudus Mohamed, Andrea Yu, and Jordan Ayu were all in the mix in the starting 11. When you get to the bench, there was Daniel Lefrier, Barnier, Abdul Fatal, Isahaku, Nuruddin, Manaf, uh, Felix Afinajan, Benjamin Tete, uh, Kwesi Ochrevright, and Abdul Baba Rahman. Um, those were the guys who um, were on the team sheet to do the business for Ghana. Coach, I'm very sure you watched the game or followed the game one way or the other. Um... I'm sure you have key observations or you made key observations. I, I would like you to share a few of your observations with us, everybody else listening. And let me apologize to our numerous millions of listeners that I couldn't be in the studio today because I'm a bit down, uh, a bit of cold, a bit of malaria. So I have to stay away from the program today. But thanks to technology, I am on air. Uh, to be honest with you, before I start, I want to ask you and Danny a simple question. Has Wakaso got a team that he's playing for as we speak today? Yes, Wakaso actually plays for Shenzhen FC. Ah, but well, he didn't go for preseason. He's been in camp. He's been in camp with the Black Stars. Ah, do you know when they started their preseason? The Chinese League has it not started? Yes, they started a week ago. And do you know when they went for preseason? They've been in preseason for a while now, actually. No more party. A bad team, network. A bad team. A bad team, network. A bad team, network. He doesn't have a team. He's still contracted officially to Shenzhen FC. They haven't said otherwise. So, so if you are contracted to a team and they are on preseason and you are injured, coming back from injury, every team will do what? They would have invited, he would have reported to base. Reported to base so, for the medical team of his so-called team to assess the level of injury. 
I don't think a Liverpool, a Manchester United, a Chelsea, a Real Madrid, or any proper team in the world would have allowed his player or their players to report for a national assignment if the players had not kicked the ball in nine months and recovering from injury. No proper team would do that. No proper team. Especially when there was pre-season going on that the team could have used to assess the player fitness. Did you see what happened today? Nketiah, did you see what happened today? Tell us what it, happened, coach. Tell us. It was so obvious that the Japanese were just running around. Look, in midfield, we couldn't stay with them. We couldn't live with them. Simply because the anchor, the engine room in our midfield, has not played football for close to nine months. Did you see him panting for breath? Did you see him? He was panting. Pufu, pafa, pafu, pufi, pufi, pafa. I don't know why we do these things to ourselves. I don't know why we do these things to ourselves. Please, is Elisha Wusu one of those players who convicted COVID? Um, Elisha Wusu, yes. Okay. Because that is the only logical explanation for him not to be in the team. Look, let's look at the game itself. Uh, I've read through all the Twitter messages, people have said that I should comment on my boy, Lawrence Atizigi. I have said he does not deserve to be in the team. I am not a hypocrite. I will not support blindly. This is my own. This is the player I natured. This is the player I took when he was 10 years old and dealt with. This is the player I trained and I personally took him where he will progress his footballing career before I left to go and do my master's. I will not say that because he's my player, if he's not good enough, he should be in the team. I'm record to have said that the young man, his performances for the Black Stars is simply not good enough. So I have said that he should be dropped from the team until he can do otherwise. He should be dropped from the team. You understand? I have never seen the Black Stars defend in sixes and sevens since I started following Ghana. But today, it was so clear. The sort of error, kindergarten elementary error, that was made even by players such as Daniel Amati, Amati himself, who was supposed to be the most experienced player in the back four that we presented today. He should have taken the lead. He should have stamped his authority as the boss of them, controlling, sticking to them. The sort of kindergarten error I saw of him today was absolutely shocking to me. Now, when you come to midfield, ah, no, no, he's not good here. Oh. He's not good enough. Look, what we saw of him... Are those skillful? It was just a one-off. No, no, relax, relax, no, relax. Me with the black no, no, and coach. No, 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 no. Hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, are you saying that? You know, but, but coach, if we are being fair to Edmond Ado, he's not played enough consistent minutes for us to pass judgment on him. Honestly. No more. No more. Let me tell you something. When it comes to certain players, they have not. They have not played enough minutes for us to pass judgment on them. But when it comes to others, the little minutes we give them, if they don't perform, we should get rid of them from the team. How do you make a national team like that? How do you, how do you 
do national team like that. Look, in midfield, if you have a player on such a test who couldn't control and pass, control and pass, receive, control and do the basic 10 yards, 15 yards, 20 yards, 30 yards, occasionally 60, 70 yards passes, he's got no business being in the team. This is one of the reasons why players like Bernard Manson, players like Alfred Duncan, they will look and they'll say, do, we don't want to have anything to do with this. Because it is so clear that the that, 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 that selection into our national team is not based on merit. It has never been based on merit. It's been based on players uh, 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 being managed by a certain consortium. Look, again, the Wakaso issue we need to address and address passionately. Nobody should get me wrong. He's a player I have loved and I still love. But when the time is due, it is due. When the time is due, it is due. Until, look, we could bench Sulemuntari after winning the Champions League in 2010. If Muntari, in that form, I can say the form of his life, was benched by Milligan for, for Andre, I don't see why we should compromise on certain players. If he's not good enough as we speak, He's not good enough. He should be back somewhere and allow those who are actively playing football to take charge of that midfield. Our team today simply lack proper cohesion. Somebody may say it is understandable that they've not played together. But look, at that level, the national team, according to Wanderlei Luzembego, the former Brazilian coach, he said you, may, you have to go and select the ingredient that you believe that when you use to prepare the gravy will make the dirty taste delicious to anybody who tastes it. I didn't call gravy. I didn't call these players or to date. He called them. So if the ball and the put are such a shambolic performance, we will have to speak about it. Shambolic performance. We have to speak about it. Look, if you tactically assess the game today. The manner in which we pressed, at some point in time, we were five across defense, and then we were three in the middle and two up front. And then he reverted to a 5-4-1. But do you know what the Japanese did so beautifully? Because they could see that uh, we lack mobility in midfield. Wakaso and Edmond Ado are not the most mobile of players. The Japanese decided to press us high up the pitch. They virtually prevented us from doing any form of transition. So they were putting pressure on our defenders, Daniel Amate and Co. And because Wakaso them and Wakaso and Edmomansa uh, were virtually hiding from receiving the ball, from taking the ball off Amate and Co. You mean they were hiding? No, no, they were hiding. They didn't want it. They didn't want it. Wakaso in particular, he didn't want the ball. He just didn't want it because the fitness is not where it should be. The fitness level is that bad. I don't know why we do this thing to ourselves. I have said that from now on, we will be overly critical of our team going to the World Cup. Because the last time we were at the World Cup, it was absolute disgrace and embarrassment. In the footballing sense, it was embarrassing. 
in the moral and in terms of nationalistic attitude on behalf of some of our players, it was so embarrassing. So we need a complete three-sister turnaround to, to, to go and write a better chapter, a better history in Qatar. Again, I'm going to say this here today. I will never take it back. And if they listen, it will help this country. If, that, if, if, if they don't listen, that will look. No, preach, let's preach. Call it straight, straight. Let's call it straight, straight. Preach, Rabbi, preach. Andre, Andre cannot lead the attack of the Black Stars. He's slow. Look, since 1982, since the days of Palo Zico, Gentile, and the Socrates and Co., uh, 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 Tardelli, Marco Tardelli and Co., when Italy won the World Cup in 82, go back to the intensity and the speed and power with which the World Cup has been played year after year. Those three things I've mentioned, the intensity, the power, and the speed, they have gotten better and they have increased every World Cup year. Did you see the speed and the present speed with which the Japanese play today? I've been watching the nation leagues of the European teams. Have you seen the speed and the intensity with which they are playing? Clearly, our captain cannot lead the Black Stars attack going into the World Cup. He's a player I would take to the World Cup. I would take him not as a starter. He will sit on the bench and assert when necessary, at least when my opponent is not that fresh. You mean, wait, hold on, hold on, coach, hold on. You mean after today, I mean, I watched the game today. I think he was one of our better players on the day. But you no. mean that after today's performance, Andre no. still goes to the World Cup as a bench warmer? If you watch the game today, we had to press in a certain way. Our mode of pressing was medium. Medium pressing. He was the one responsible to trigger. He couldn't trigger anything. He couldn't trigger any logical press. I don't know whether you saw it. He couldn't trigger it. And for me, look, he's a fantastic player. He's been around for close to 13 to 14 years. If I'm not mistaken, if my calculations are right, at least from 2008. Yeah. No, no, no. No, from 2007, though. Yeah, I think he got his first call-up in 2007. Do the mathematics. He's been around for close to 13, 14 years. Hold on, hold on. Fent wants to ask you a question. Go ahead. Coach. You are saying that from the performance of Andre Ayut today, he should not be going to the World Cup as a starter. No, he cannot start. Look, when, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Of all the players that we currently have and those that we could potentially call on, which of them would you start ahead of Andre Ayut? Look, let me tell you, first and foremost, he, will, he should have nothing to do with any of the flanks, right or left flanks. He shouldn't go there. Because there is Hoxino, they come, he will speed up the game better. Joseph Pencil, uh, Osman Bukhari, all of them will speed up the game better than he, 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 would, he would do. First, God willing, if we could get this Inaki brother, Inaki Williams, 
and we could get one of a Semenyok and Co. Because the pressure, it it is about the intensity of the World Cup. That is why I have cited the example. I say, since 1982, I was not uh, enlightening them, but after my level of my outlook, I have taken it upon myself to watch the World Cup. Coach, 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 coach. Is it mm. every World Cup that requires quick players? Does every I'm player need to be fast? I am, that is what I'm saying. That if you have followed the scientific intensity, I have. Every World Cup, and I'm referring you to the last, the last, and I'm referring you to the, I'm referring you to the last four winners of the World Cup. Maybe Germany 2014, uh-huh. the winners of the World Cup in that yeah. Germany team. Pa, Close. Which good player in there was a fast player? They are, one of their best players in the competition was Cruz. He's not fast. So listen, friends, let me correct you. When Germany won the World Cup in Brazil, they, nobody played a higher line than them. That was why Manuel Noah was always the sweeper. So because they could play very high up the pitch, they could narrow the space in front of them, and everybody could press accordingly. So, bottom line is that, like that. bottom line is that, like but that. the bottom line is about having quick players, not about the tactics no. being deployed. The bottom line is about playing at a certain intensity. You don't easily. Yes, but I'm saying that I don't think necessarily that coach, for example, we need all 11 players to have the same level of intensity in order to succeed. I think I don't think that is what is necessary. No. If go back, look, look, just recently, go back to 2006, compare it to what we did in 2010, compare it to what we did in 2014. The intensity of the World Cup is key to its success. Good. The German team that won mm-hmm. the World Cup in Brazil played at a certain intensity. But that's what they, they played the most, uh, the most higher press of all the teams in the World Cup. Manuel Loa was the sweeper of that team. It's because they could play at the high press. And if you are not fit, you cannot press high up the pitch. That's what I'm saying. If your stamina level and your intensity level, your speed and your power is not up to the where it should be, you cannot press like that. Make progress, make progress. Play at, a, at a very good press. So what I'm saying is this. I'm saying he's a good player. Nobody should get to him. I'm not saying don't take him to the World Cup. I'm saying he cannot go to the World Cup as a starter. You know, still we have to have a bench, I mean, I'm attacking we took after one job, but we benched him and he came and changed. There's nothing wrong with benching the day and asking him to come and change. There's nothing wrong with that. Point well we made. Point well made. So what I'm saying is that that is one thing we need to look at. And look, why did Otago took the local players to, the, to go and play that game? Oh, but then his course are featured prominently. A free Ibania no, came on. I'm saying, why did he take them? To play football? No, because Central had a coach. You you remember the coach last week? <laughs> yes, I remember the coach. They are just not good enough. So I wish we were beating 4-1. Our coach says our players, Banya and Corsa and the local boys, they are not good quality. He said it about two weeks ago. So, so Did he say that? No, that's not oh. what he said. That's not what he said. Oh, I, I don't think he said that all. Yes. Trying to read the coach. <laughs> To read the quote. Okay, hold you on. I'm make, pulling. I'm pulling. Make, make no, the find the quote. Yeah. I found it. So, so look, the quote did not say. Week. Somebody asked him. Let him, let him read the quote. Okay. Somebody asked him. 
why he didn't play the local players against the Central African, sorry, against the Madagascar. They asked him specifically why he didn't play the local players. Oh, listen. Oh. Mm -hmm. And he said, for playing players, he says, for me, it's not about being local or not being local. Mm -hmm. I don't care about that. Whether you are from Tamale or from Cape Coast, for me, it's about performance and quality. This is the way I decide. Now, listen to the rest of it. When I see a player, especially in training, or when I watch video clips, or visit matches. This is what I look at. Their performance. The players who started today deserve to start. But so it's fair to say that since that, between that game and now, there's been several training sessions and he's probably seen better qualities from those players so he's decided to play Coach, them. Coach, please, please wrap up your point for me so that I, I can oh. give a chance to some of the other panelists. Please wrap exactly. it up for me. Exactly. So in wrapping up, Sam can attempt to bend the code or whatever he wants to do. So the, the fact of the matter is the local boys have not gotten any better quality in three training sessions or in two training sessions. How many training sessions did they train with him? No, I'm not calling now. He says they're not good enough. That means that's the input I've gotten from his school. So for me, my last point is very simple. We have the World Cup in November to go to. All that I'm saying is, let's bring in players that will make the Black Stars better. And there were times where when Jordan Ayo and his brother said they won't play for the Black Stars, people got involved. Big men. Big men. The president of the land got involved and got those boys to rescind their decision. If there's something we can do to get the likes of Donald Mensah, the likes of Alfred Duncan, and the likes of Jeffrey Schlopp and co. to rescind that decision as a country, we better begin to speed up and get them to rescind that decision. On the incomings, like the, the Tariq Lante and the Naki Will, the, the William Brothers, the Hawks, Nordway and co., that is something me, Coach Nimley, I support 100% because I believe they will make this team better and they will make this team very, very competitive. That is my point. Thank you very much, Coach Christopher Nimley. Points well made. Let me come to Daniel for... Uh, your take on the game we just saw. Um, some people say that the honeymoon is over for Otoado. Um, your thoughts on what's been going on so far? Still one win in nine matches. We lost today's game by four goals to one. 18-man scored. COVID-depleted. Transfer. Private business to take care of. All that. All that. Tie it up for us. Um, yeah, we lost by four goals to one. It was a bit disappointing, the results, yes. But um, I feel there, was, there are so many things to, to, to put into context and so many things we need to understand. Um, he named a 33-man squad. Um, but going into this competition, this two-game competition that would have allowed him to properly assess his squad and have them in a good place before September. And he loses a ton of players. And it was just not, not just a ton of players, a lot of, um, it was a ton of key players that will, we all know that will be uh, play a key part in in the future of this team. Mm -hmm. You look at their starting lineup today, and they had um, just four regulars. There are you brothers, Kudus, and then Dani Amate. There were three debutants in the team, three debutants that we are almost certain will not go to the World Cup. Um, the goalkeeper is a third-choice goalkeeper. 
you had a right back who is a third choice right back. And I say third choice right back because we all understand and we know that Tariq Lamte is going to join the Black Stars in the near future. So it will be Tariq Lamte and then Dennis Odwe. Um and it's, it, it was a bit unfortunate. So when I saw the starting lineup and I looked at the bench, I honestly felt very sorry for, for Otuado because he would have wanted to have at least had a, a, a group of players who were in his plans mm-hmm. and then some of them who he also expected them to also justify the, their places in, in, in his plans um, heading into, into September and then subsequently the World Cup. But what happened was that um, the guys in the... Apart from the four guys I've mentioned in the IU brothers, Kudus and Amate, mm-hmm. uh, maybe Wakaso, if he's fully fit, will go. The rest of them, you really don't see them um, making it to the World Cup. Yes, Barbara Man uh, was on the bench, but yeah, he didn't feature. You look at the fact that Jojo Olakot was missing, Richard Ufori was missing, Gideon Mensah was missing, Kamal Dean, Osman Bukhari, Antoine Semenyo, Joseph Edu, Thomas Pate, Elisha Wusu, Kofitre, Dennis Odwe, Jonathan Mensah, Abdul Mumin, who many thought if he was in the squad this time would have finally been able to see his quality. But unfortunately for the head coach... Um, some, some say that, how did Otto not know that all these guys will not be available? He's not Jesus Christ. No, but some of these things are not impromptu. I mean, no, players yeah. players leaving to jo- go and complete jo- jo- deals, Wallacott players falling sick. That's that's an exception. Yes, Jojo Wallacott, illness. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard O'Fury, um, injury. injury. Uh, Jonathan Mensah, concussion. You look at um, Partey, injury. Joseph Edu, injury. Semenyor, injury. A number of them. And Kofi Tre. Kofi Dre had to leave because there's a deal imminent. If your club calls you, and look, it's, 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 this is business time. He, he needs to understand. And it's not like we're going to play a, a, a competitive fixture. It's a friendly. So some things like this, you need to understand for the players. But on the grand scheme of things, it's, it's very painful for, for the coach because this was assessment time for his team. But when you look at the intricate details of, of, of today's game, and especially the way the Black Stars um, conceded their goals, I see it like this. If the Japanese were able to completely breach our system um, and then score us in like carve us open and, and, and then beat us properly, I would I would I would point a, a, a couple of fingers and, and, and here and there. Mm. But if you look at the sort of goals we conceded, they were largely due to miscommunication. It boils down to players not doing themselves, individual errors, players who are the quality level between the players who play today and the guys who are expected to come in is very vast. You can't compare the quality but of... The, but the fourth goal, we were carved up pretty badly. Our, our right back was basically crawling across the ground, Not picking, the first picking grass. Yes, and, and you see, that's what I'm saying. That If you look at the quality gap between the guys who played today's game and the guys, all, being, all things being equal, who would come in and who we know that will go to the World Cup. Look... Let's not look, let's not take this like this is our World Cup squad. 90% of the guys who play today or even on the bench will not make it to the World Cup. And we know. It's not like, let, let's not pretend. We know. So it will be very harsh to, to, to go at the head coach and the technical team. Because look, it's going to be very difficult. Let's also put this into context. This is a Japanese team. This is basically the strongest Japanese team. Yes, Tomiyasu will come in. He's injured. But he will come in and maybe one or two names will be missing from, um, from the team that play today. But they will replace with much more quality. But this is it. A top class, very, very strong Japanese team that played today. And a head coach who's been in charge for what? About four years now. So this is a team that knows themselves. They were playing at home. They're a very strong team playing together. They're in a very good run of form. So it's like a Black Stars team. Aren't you just be- making excuses? No, for it's, it's factual. Come on. No, 
let, let me ask you a question. If we go into a first game, if you go into a first game of a Premier League season, okay, mm-hmm. and then Liverpool goes into a game against, let's say, Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham Hotspur are playing Son, they are playing Kane, they are playing their best 11. And Liverpool comes out in that game and they are playing Oxley Chamberlain mm-hmm. and the youth team players. And you have the likes of, let's say, Fabinho, um, Thiago, Salah, and then Van Dijk. And then surrounded with youth team, youth team players and fringe players. And Tottenham Hotspur beat Liverpool. Are you going to say that Liverpool's season is done? No. You know that. Far from it. But, far I get, from but it, again, you know that preseason always gives you an indication. Yes. And when you watch the opening games of preseason, when you watch the first two, three games of preseason, where is the youth team players surrounded with some of these um, experienced heads? You don't really read too much into that because it doesn't give you a sense of what the team will look like. And that's what I'm saying. If you look at the squad today, this is not how, this is not how you expect the Black Stars to, 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 to field in, 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 in the World Cup. And in fact, in, even in September, when we, when we come, back, uh, come up against Angola in those two games, if I go to the starting lineup, that, that's why, you see, you need to put things into context. You look at Atizigi, and I've mentioned it. He's a third-choice goalkeeper. You look at Edmond Addo, who, per his performances in the previous, in the last two games, I'll be very surprised if he's given another shot because there are guys who are in there. Elisha Usu is also a defensive midfielder. Idrusu Baba, I didn't even mention his name, is missing from, from this. And we expect more quality. Look, we know that the likes of Tariq Lamte, Inaki Williams, um, Eddie Nketiah, these guys are coming. We know that they are, are, they, are, they are will coming. Will our problems be solved when they no, arrive? But that is quality. That is quality. And you see, when the quality comes, FIFA are not going to make it a 30-man squad. It is still 23. It means guys will have to but won't, it. won't they have to play together to build chemistry too? Yes, they will. But that is September. And you see, I'm saying that if you look at the team today, Ali Dusseidu, debutant. You look at um, uh, Dennis Corsa, debutant. Uh, Edmond Addo playing as a centre-back when he's a defensive midfielder. You look at uh, Danny Amati. Okay, he's, he's, a, he's a starter. In GAJ, he was playing in a three-man midfield, but he's a natural winger. It didn't help the coach that he didn't have his full complement of and the full complement of his squad to be able to test out the system properly. And that's why I say I feel sorry for him. Because if I'm looking at what he intended to do and what it looked like he intended to do, basically, it may be a bit harsh. But I feel this competition is now just a waste of time. Because it's a group of fringe players who he's not going to have anything to do with in the next couple of months. And it's just... So the Kering Cup that we waited for so much has now become no, seriously, a, a ghost tournament. Seriously. Because, look... It's, it's, it's factual. It's not like we are, we are playing around here. You look at the bench. You look at Nuruddin. Um, Nuruddin, uh, Atizigi, Wolakot, yeah. um, and then Richard Ufuri. You know, three goalkeepers will go to the World Cup. So probably if Atizigi is the third choice as it stands in what it looks like, then probably Nuruddin is not going to the World Cup. And you see, I'm, I'm mentioning the World Cup because all these things are preparation for the World Cup. Okay? So if you have... A, a squad like this, a depleted squad like this, just 18 players going into this competition, it, it doesn't really give the, the coach the opportunity to test out a system and test out players and players that he was expecting to come out and justify their inclusion to the World Cup. It's, it's a bit painful. If these guys were injured and the guys who are injured were fit, it would have been a much better situation for him. Trust me. Because... This is just not good enough. And I've mentioned that, look, you, you can't tell me that you expect Dennis Corsa to make the World Cup squad. We know. You can't tell me that you expect the likes of NTJ to make the World Cup squad. We know. No, 
it's true. They, but, they are but, not but, but Daniel, if what you are saying is anything to go by, then Otuado is doing all of us a disservice. No, he's if not. You don't have That's any plans saying, of taking no, circumstances, to the circumstances mm-hmm. has caused this. Okay, he named the 33 man. I'm not saying everybody you go, everybody you take must be part of your plans. I'm saying that if you are in a, even the, the Japanese team, for example, you can look at it. There are some of the names who are, um, have not made so many or have not made too many appearances for Japan, but based on their club form, yeah, you can see that they've been slowly drafted into the team, and they are, and, yes, and they are testing them out. So that's a good opportunity. You have a group of let's say six, seven regulars, and then you have a uh, three or four. Uh, new players who are being tested out in the surrounding of of or being surrounded by regulars the experience is around them so it gives you a sense of what the team will look like but for ghana is majority um, um inexperienced guys yes and then just one or two players who we know are, are, are in the main plan so it's it's been a huge disservice these injuries these um um personal issues that the players have had to go to illnesses and things it's really um derailed the plans of the head coach and the technical team but personally i'm not look i'm not really reading any uh, too much meaning into it if the when you look at the system which has been tested before this three-back system and we've seen that with much more quality in the team it can work if we there's there's been there's evidence that this system can work so then you ask yourself is there quality outside yes would that quality be drafted inside all things being equal? Yes. So then, what is the problem? It's the, the, the difference between Ali Duseidu playing at left centre-back, somebody like Ali Duseidu, and then Mohamed Salisu coming in. That's, that's, that's a, look, it is a huge, 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 huge golfing class. You look at the guy who was instructed to be sort of the ball progressor in the midfield today, Wakaso. We know that, we all know that Wakaso's greatest strength is not his passing. But he was given that job. And this is a, 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 a Wakaso who is also now coming or trying to build fitness. So the gap between Wakaso and the Thomas Party who walks into this team, it's a huge difference. So when coach makes the point about the Japanese pressing Wakaso hard and he finding it difficulties to break through, it's not like it's going to run through the Black Stars. Mm. There's top-class quality that will walk in and fix this problem. So yes, for the coach, I feel sorry for him that he will not be able to test out like what the Japanese are doing, like what Tunisia are doing. But yes... Um, we get this done. We get the quality in September. And there's enough time. There's quality coming. And we see when Rio recognizes Rio, when players like Tariq Lamte and Co. come, and they are top players, we know that they are very good players. Like Dennis Odui. It didn't take Dennis Odui six, six months to settle into the Black Stars because we know he had the quality. He came in, he slotted straight in, and he hit the ground running. So if you look at the caliber of, the, of players that we expect to come in, like Salisu, like Dennis Odui, when they come in, I'm not, I'm, I'm not betting against them to, to, mm, to hit the ground running. Okay. And, and, and Today, you've done a very good Sergio Ramos job. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> very good defense. Quick, of, quick thoughts on that. Yeah, very good defense of the team's performance today. Listen, I, I understand the sentiment that the team wasn't the, the strongest team Otoado could have had. But all of the excuses Daniel has given today about him not having the first team and the yeah. quality not being there. It's neither here nor there, honestly. I do agree 100% that we're making a fast, too much fast out of a friendly match. That's okay. That's fine because Ghana has previously lost uh, friendly matches in the past, even with our regular players. Mm-hmm. Before the World Cup in 2010, we went to the Netherlands, we lost 4-1. Yeah. Went to the World they Cup. They say because we lost 4-1. Then no, 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 that's not the point. This. Went to the walk, I went to the quarterfinals. So friendly matches don't really tell you exactly the strength of your team. So that is a fact. However, 
The team that was put out there, these are national team players. Let's not sit here and pretend like they are not quality. We would have been the same people to sit here and cry every day about the inclusion of those players or the lack of it for that matter. Yep. We cry every day for the inclusion of Barnier and uh, for Dennis Corsa to be included. We said Seydoux uh, uh, has played a lot of football in the French League. Uh, he must be included. And the Adon won player of the year for his club, Reading. So he must play. Amate is a top Premier League player. He must play. So if you bring all of these players, Jordan, are you started? Andre, are you started? If you bring all of the Wakasu, well, we understand. Many people didn't want him to play because we said he wasn't fit. But the rest of the players, there's not really a lot of argument against them. Okay, so when you line up against Japan, we expect that you do better than they did. Today, they were shambolic, and let's call it out. Let's not uh, sit here and, and try to downplay it. It was a poor performance from those players. <laughs> and, the and, they could have, and they could have done so much better. Atiziki, every day, people sit here and say that he's a quality goalkeeper and that he plays regularly in the Swiss top league. Atiziki has made when he's not very included, hard to Yes, when he's not included, people cry. He's coming. He shipped him five goals in two games. <laughs> now, it is easy for you to analyze each goal and say it's not his fault. For every other goal most goalkeepers concede, you can analyze each one of them and say that this is not exactly the goalkeeper's fault. But when you step in there as a national team player, call out of dozens of footballers to go and represent the country, we expect you to do better. And as for the issue of a lack of cohesion because it's a depleted squad and they haven't played together, we are about to call in a group of Avengers who have never kicked a ball for the hmm. Ghana national team. And the only chance they have to play with each other before the walkout will be the September window. And Hatsunodo even won't be eligible. He won't be eligible. Won't be, if, so, if would be the September will have to play then? So, if there are issues of cohesion today, because some players were playing for the first time, making their debut. That's why I was asking then about surely, that. Then, surely, we are talking about quality. It doesn't matter. It's, 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 it's Ali the quality. close to the class of Salisu. You see, when you talk about chemistry, it is not... It's not about chemistry. It, I said quality. It's Ali no, 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 no. You said, you, said, you said there was a lack of cohesion because they had never played together. Yep. Yes. Then I'm saying and that it will be the same when Salisu comes. He would never have played with this team when he makes his debut in September. And more so because you... No, he's a quality player. But quality. And I gave the Dennis Odo example, but, but you see, that's quality. quality. He slots but, into the team, okay. Gets the job done. What uh, okay, so, 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 so fuse four or five new players into our team. I'm, I'm, I'm even shocked. So, I'm saying that if there are chemistry, see, no, if there are chemistry issues today, if there are chemistry issues today because players were simply playing for the first time, then you can expect that there would be chemistry issues if the players are playing together for the first time in September, too. against superior opposition. So, but you see, it is funny the way history works because. This very national team, under a different coach, yeah. in 2018, or was it 2017, went to Japan right after an AFCON qualifier, just like to, uh, today's game, mm -hmm. and beat the Japanese team by two goals to nil. And it was under Kwesi Apia, and this was under a much-changed team. And you know what's, what's better? Mm. In that game, that 2017, that was Kwesi Ape, only Kwesi Ape's only third match back as national team coach. Hmm. Evian Grant started the qualifying campaign, yeah. didn't beat Uganda, they brought in Kwesi and then lost to Egypt. Those two games, lost to Egypt away, drew against Uganda at home. Mm -hmm. He was sacked. We brought back Kwesi up here. 
Because Apia's first game was at home against Congo Brazzaville. In that game, Ghana was supposed to win to breathe life back into our World Cup qualifying campaign for 2018. Yeah. Congo scored first. Took us a long time to equalize. And you guess who equalized? It was Thomas Party. He ended 1-1. Three days later, we went to the uh, Congo and then we beat them by five goals to one. Partey scored a hat-trick. Now, right after that game, we flew all the way to Japan. Now, the starting lineup of that game yeah. was Richard Ofori, Harrison Afo, Lumo Agbenyonu, Daniel Amate, Jonathan Mensah, Frie Akwe, Benizo Ofori, Richmond Bachiadon, Thomas Ajipon, Thomas Partey, Christian Achu. When we played Japan, when we played Japan later, this was the starting lineup. Huh? Richard Ofori, Joseph Atamalawe, Lumo played. We brought in Nicholas Opoku, Rashid Sumaila, and the Yadom. Nano Opoku, remember Nano Opoku called him from Belgium. This was his debut. Nanam Puma Opoku plays for yes. Westland Beverly. Yes, played that day. Isaac Saki was making his debut. Frank Champo, Emmanuel Boatin, we won that game, beat Japan by two goals to nil easily. Then went to play against, I think, Iceland. Yeah. Right after that. Two, two, two. And then drew that particular game. And this was a much changed team. But they still showed quality. Hmm. So I'm saying that I do understand that people are making too much fuss of the defeat. But there is no justification for today's yeah. performance. Yeah. And for those players that were called up, I have sat here and have been consistent in saying that Otuado and the coaches need to give a lot of these players the opportunity for us to see the quality they are made of. So now he's giving them, he's, no, he's giving them the opportunity and they have been poor and let's call it out. Because if I get a chance to play yes. for the Black Stars, you need see, to show out. You need to show the coach why yes. the other guys who are not there should not be getting yes, back so into the, the team. this is the national team. So, you know, so it is, <laughs> so it is, you see, so it's because, you see, we talk about the quality all the time. But it, the, the quality of the starting 11 alone will not win you competitions. Hmm. We need impact players. Players that can show that they can start and do well. Yep. So if they go and start you against Japan and you go and, can I use that word, shunt it, <laughs> then I'm sorry. And for the head coach, yes, of course, there was a, a bit of an opportunity for him to try something new with that three-back system. We saw positive signs. But overall, it was a disaster. So he would have learned... Me, me, I didn't see any positive signs. <laughs> so he would have learned some lessons about how to implement that system going forward. Mm-hmm. You understand? And yes, maybe if there were different players, it would have been different. But for the players that played today, they let themselves down. And the coach himself would have been very unhappy with the way they performed. And he himself would have been very unhappy... Because see, can I, can I ask you a question? The only, the only opportunity. Let me finish this one. Okay. The only positive that I see out of this <laughs> defeat <laughs> is what I tweeted earlier. Now maybe we, we wanted to meet Chile. <laughs> Not that we wanted to meet Chile, but yes, it's a positive that we are getting to meet Chile. Is what I'm saying. Uh, can I just respond to that point? I don't. I don't. I feel like it's very simplistic to say that. Because, because that South America, I, 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 I have two advanced. I have no problem that reason. Though, two advanced in football to be thinking like this. But it may sound simplistic, 
But if you have a game against Nigeria and you play against Ghana or Cameroon or Cote d'Ivoire, trust me, no, you I don't disagree. have an idea. I, I, I disagree too. Look at, look at um, Chile when they are, they are pick under Bielsa and São Paulo. The type of football they were playing. Then go and look at Uruguay play. Very, if you go, and, very if you go and say you are going to use one to pray for the other, you'll be toast because they are nowhere near each other. So, I don't I, think when you play... No, I don't think when you play... I think we said because they are South American teams, yes, it's okay see, to play So, so sometimes... I'm even not sure, even I'm Brazil and Argentina, they don't play similarly. I'm not sure it's about the tactics oh i think it's more about the personality well, you know it's more about the person and the attitude because most of I, these I players agree with you on that yeah part. most of these players in fact mo most footballers it's a cultural thing mm -hmm. so when you play against an asian team there are certain cultural traits that you expect yeah. and those traits will come to show on the day of the performance if you play against an asian team one thing you know is that they will never stop running yeah stamina 100 it doesn't matter who whether it is south korea it is japan you will get that from them no, but, even but, the chinese but, but, without me, the quality they will run friends let me quickly ask you this question when you saw the starting lineup today especially japan starting lineup mm -hmm. frankly speaking what did you expect that we would get beaten so then it, it goes to show that you appreciate the quality of the Japanese team. And at the same time also, when you looked at the Ghana team, you saw that this team simply... Were you expecting Ghana to get thumbed by four goals? I was afraid. Especially <laughs> when I saw the back line. Okay. Look, uh, can you, I, can I you see, let me take your thoughts now. I you mean, see, my issue is, mm -hmm. whilst we're expecting to lose, there's two things about the performance that bothered me. We're not able to get forward. And we really struggled with this. We couldn't break out of their press. And when we got the ball, we were too slow. Which goes to the intensity points coach made. I was watching the ball with Godfrey. You see the moments maybe someone like Andrea, you gets the ball. Whoever in midfield gets the ball. Mm -hmm. You see maybe there are two forward players running. Then it's like the defense and the midfield are working. So we can't even take advantage of the ball and move it up and progress. Because they weren't progressing as a team. So maybe that goes back to Daniel's point about cohesion. But at the same time, with international football, you, don't off you won't have three months on the training ground to get the cohesion. So we need to be we need to be able to get some short-term cohesion. That being said, maybe if we had more quality players, they'd take on these things faster. That may be true. That may be a point later on when we see these guys in September. But we don't know for sure whether they'll fit. And even when the new guys come, how would that change our lineup? Because we can't see we're going to play the way we've been playing when the players change. Hmm. I don't think that's a good idea because... If we are bringing new players... And I'm anticipating that we'll probably have at least five new players to take to the World Cup. At least five. And um, But I do agree with Daniel on the points that if you look at this lineup, four, maybe three players will be starting our first game at the World Cup if all goes right. So, with that in mind, you can tell yourself that, okay, let's not get too worked up about the result. And he's right. A lot of these players will not even make the squad, if we are being honest. So, there's that aspect to it. But at the same time, the kind of details in the game... Mm -hmm. They were a bit lacking. It was a bit disappointing. Like I said, the cohesion of it. Even the goal we scored, they gifted us the goal. Let's not take away well from... Well taking goal though. Exactly. Let's not take away from Jordan Ayu's finish. Great finish. His 19th goal. Yes. Equal to Abedi Pele. So let's... <laughs> a legend. A legend. <laughs> a Black Stars legend. Don't do this. Oh, I'm not doing this. But it's not true. Don't, don't do this. this. How, many, how many Black Stars goals does Abedi Pele have? 19. Are you sure about this? Oh, ah, my brother. I need to cross-check this again. Oh, I'm not too sure about it. I'll cross-check this. You're talking to Mr. Stati. You're talking to Mr. Stati. No, 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 no. Right, so I shouldn't cross-check or what? Please. Oh, cross-check. I'll cross-check this check. again. Quadruple <laughs> check. It's tell no, you. No, make your cross-check. But yeah, so that being said, again, the small details were lacking and our inability to create serious chances is what worried me because we saw it against Nigeria. We complained. Mm -hmm. 
they did us they were not they were solid against madagascar then we see the same problems against the central african republic so right now i'm not too concerned about defending because when we are playing the games we should win mm -hmm. we are pretty solid defensively but we are not creating as many chances as we should we are not i'm worried about us winning one game in nine matches well we can go into that let's let's not go into that one because first of all half the games were another coach so the black stars i mean i agree with you it's still the black it, you know it's been a disappointing 2022 we can't go away from that but i don't want us to say nine games when otuado has only been in charge of five and the two against Nigeria, we all Nigeria were they have a better team. We drew those games, we got to the World Cup. So for me, the only result that really worries me of the five he's played is the Central African Republic game. Because that was a game we should have won easily. And we kind of threw away two points. This game again, we expected to lose, but the manner of the defeat, there's some questions there. But I won't put too much on it again because, like Daniel said, the quality of the players, and we won't we are unlikely to see some of these players again. So if I had to rate the my disappointments, because every Black Stars defeats their disappointments, I would, on a scale of one ten, I'll say I'm about a four out of ten. Mm. Yes, and let's let me just say for comparison, the Comoros game was negative three. So, <laughs> like, just to let you know. Well, for for all the players out there who aren't taking advantage of their opportunities, Mohamed Polo has a message for you because <laughs> look, he he was a legend of his time. He, he took his national team appearances seriously. Very seriously. It didn't matter who was playing alongside him. At all. And at the end of his career, people had all these things to say about Polo. Mohamed Polo, the dribbling magician. Mohamed Polo, the magnificent. The story about the, 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 the magician player. The player with different accolades. I'm a maestro. I'm a wizard. I'm Polo to Polo. I'm Wonder Boy. I'm player extraordinaire. I'm scientist footballer. I'm footballer extraordinaire. Mention the name. You see, I've already the name is is in the book. Different different athletes, and you are in the in the country. I became a coach from 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 showing to the the, the whole Ghana public that this man after footballing he will become a coach because I became a coach player. With no other team, has of force in the car. Let me tell you another. Charlie, do you know coach player? You know a coach player? The magnificent. No, play it again. Play it again. I beg you. Let me just listen to the accolades. I just want to hear the accolades. Mohamed Polo, the dribbling magician. Mohamed Polo, the magnificent. The story about the, 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 the magician player. The player with different accolades. I'm a maestro. I'm a wizard. I'm Polo to Polo. I'm Wonder Boy. I'm player extraordinaire. I'm scientist footballer. I'm footballer extraordinaire. It's okay, it's okay. I don't want to hear again. Hey! Hey! Oh, Charlie. Charlie. Say, I am a scientist footballer. Polo to Polo. What are you saying? Talk, hey! Talk to anyone alive in their 60s, they'll be telling you the same thing. So, I'm a scientist footballer. I'm a scientist footballer. I'm a wizard. Have you ever heard somebody call himself a wizard? Magnificent. Before? He can call himself football NASA. I don't care. I Polo believe. the magnificent. Yeah, I believe in Now, nah, I need to change my total. Polo. Polo the magnificent. But on a more serious note, hey! If you listen to people speak about Mohammed Polo, oh, and what he did. I mean, the idea that Pele was that good. Though. In I the believe 60s, in Mohammed Polo. In the 60s and the 70s, Polo was Polo before Abedi Pele. He Polo was Polo to Polo. He was Polo to Polo. In terms of his skill level, 
the great story about the miracle of Elwak. Mm -hmm. All of it started with Mohammed Polo. Mohammed Polo made history. I think, unfortunately for him, when during the period when Mohammed Polo was really at his peak, Ghana never really did well at the Afcon. And then when he finally won the Afcon in 1978, he was the, uh, the one of the older members of the squad. In that 78 team was more of Golden Boy Abdul Razak making a big name for himself. Won the African Football of the Year that year. Yeah. Polo played his part, but he wasn't as influential as he was the years preceding that. And for me, I think that is probably why many Ghanaians don't recognize or regard Polo yeah. in the way he feels he should be regarded. But Mohamed Polo's skill level, when you listen to historians, I was, was privileged to listen to Kambediako. Um, speak so graciously about his talent level. He is absolutely oh, no, me, me, I, phenomenal. Oh, me, no, you no, interviewed him before. Yeah, yeah. Polo to Polo. You I know. beg you. Are you a wizard? <laughs> Are you a wizard? <laughs> Are you a maestro? Sure. Please play it for me again. I beg you. One more time. Polo one more, to Polo. One more time for the people. Mohammed Polo, the dribbling magician. Mohammed Polo, the magnificent. The story about the, 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 the magician player. The player with different accolades. I'm a maestro. I'm a wizard. I'm Polo to Polo. I'm Wonder Boy. I'm player extraordinaire. I'm scientific. See, I won't listen again. See, I am Polo to Polo. Player extraordinaire. Player extraordinaire. Magnificent. You see, you see, see, I've never heard anybody say, say, I am a wizard. I am a wizard. Ah, Charlie. <laughs> Let's talk some transfer business. Let's start off from the camp of Man United and then we'll move on to Liverpool. Well, the word is that United have had a 60 million euro bid for Barcelona's Frankie de Jong rejected by Barcelona. The, the cash trapped Barcelona, who don't have money to register players, are rejecting a 60 million euro bid. The word also is that Barcelona have told um, de Jong that the board is unhappy with him because his performances have been crap since he ever, ever since he came to the Camp Nou. And so they need to move him on to make space for other players to come. Daniel, let me start off with you on this one. Um, initial thoughts on the De Jong transfer. Is it a move you are don't in? Should United be spending $60 million on De Jong? And where does he fit in United's plans if he eventually does come? Um, United made Pogba leave. So now they need to replace him. And they need to replace him with quality. I saw what you sneaked in there. Is it not I, true? I won't mind you. Go on. This <laughs> one more serious. But yes. Um, now look, he's looking for love and things. You will continue. We'll talk about it that. It is later. what it is. Walk up winner. Look. Um, with, a, the young, with a the young move, I understand it. If you read the backstories, Ten Hag knows this guy. Of course, he made his name under uh, Ten Hag with the Ajax. Um, team got that big money move to Barcelona, and he's not really quite replicated that format Ajax at, at Barcelona. Um, Barca want money; they want the player, they like the player. Javi feels like he can use the player, he can get the best out of the player. But they also understand that they need money, and if they get um, the evaluation, if Man United meets the valuation of the player, they will sell, and that's 80 million euros. But Barcelona have set the um, an 80 million. Euro valuation for you think he's worth that kind of money? That's the problem. You see, 
if you also read the backstories, Man United have sent 150 million pounds for this transfer window. If you are going to take 80 million euros, which is like 75 million pounds on one player, mm. then it look how much is left to 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 dish out and, and for a team fix. that says they are rebuilding. A, a team that is rebuilding. Also, um, if you look at the United um, outs, as in the players, the exits, the players who are leaving. Most of them are leaving for free. Pogba is going for free. Mata is going for free. Lingard is going for free. Matic is going for free. So it's not like United is getting in money from transfers and then they can um, reinvest it into the squad. So that 150 million um, transfer kitty looks like it will stay 150 million. It doesn't look like it's going to increase by player um, exits. And, and that's what makes it very difficult for Man United. And also, we know that Ten Hag wants to fix the midfield problem before he starts going out. Um, going around to other areas of the pitch. And if you look at the Man United midfield, look, it lacks so much balance, it's scary. As it stands right now, with Pogba and Matic out of the team, in that central midfield area, United only have Freddie McTominay and maybe Hannibal if they are going to put him in the team next season. And that is nowhere close to um, uh, the sort of quality that will finish within in the top six in the Premier League. Because we know that the, the gap between the top and, and, the, and the rest of the teams is closing season by season. So United really need some quality in there. And um, Frankie de Jong, look, if, if he's available for cheaper, I feel he'll make sense. But honestly speaking, at this particular point in time, the 80 million is just, is just a bit too much for me. Look, United um, went out and got Maguire for 80 million. It didn't work. You look at Juan Bissaka, 50 million. It didn't work. There are so many examples of players that United have paid big money for and hasn't necessarily worked. Yes, one will argue that this is a coach that has used the player before he trusts the player. Yes, I perfectly understand that. But I feel like even if or even if um, De Jong was going to is going to replicate that Ajax form at Man United, the 80 million is just a bit too much. Because what it will mean is that United will not be able to go out and fix the other areas of the pitch, which urgently need and also urgently need reinforcement. You look at the attacking area, look at um, the likes of after Ronaldo and Sancho, you can't really trust Elanga, Martial, and, and, and Rashford to to do the, the sort of work they required for the for an entire season. So United definitely need to um, invest in that area. You look at the centre back area; it looks like uh, Bayi will leave. Um, Maguire and, and and Maguire is not somebody you can put your or pin your hopes on as somebody who can carry you and give you the quality you need to sustain the whole season. So there are so many areas of the pitch that Man United need to strengthen, and that's why it's a bit. Um, you 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 don't you don't really um, expect them to 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 go out and dish out eighty million on just one player and then have to to um, negotiate and negotiate and try and get quality players for very little money to to fix the rest of the um, the other areas that also need um, reinforcement. So for me, I I, will, I don't necessarily don't come in this deal. If it could come cheaper, if the sixty million was accepted, fine. But look, eighty million euros is, is plus add-ons is just too much for for the young at this particular point in time. Hmm. So, Zoo Graham, let's talk about Darwin Nunez because that transfer is giving me headaches, <laughs> honestly yeah, speaking. Charlie, 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 Charlie. 80 million euros. Now, for, for the uninitiated, why should anybody be buying Darwin Nunez for 80 million? What kind of striker is he like? Who can you liken him to? What does he bring to the table? I, I know you're not going to like this comparison, but it's very simple. He's a Uruguayan Romelu Lukaku. 
they are very similar in their profiles. The fact that they are both tall, fast and strong. They rely a lot on their physical prowess. Their technique is not as clean. I think Darren Nunes has better movement and is better in the air. But I also think he's worse at technical things than Lukaku. And um, I also feel like Lukaku has proven himself at a higher level in the sense that we've seen him score goals in the Premier League. We've seen him score goals in Syria. But Darwin Nunes, we've only seen him score goals in uh, the Spanish Segunda and the Portuguese League. There's, he had a strong Champions League campaign, don't get me wrong. But his level is not as proven right now. So that's the thing. But yeah, he's very similar to Lukaku in that mode. But... Hmm. I that's believe a, that's I, a bit of a stretch. What, what, what is it? I think he's look, he's better technically than Lukaku. Oh, that's a dirty lie. That's, that's oh, very no, true. No, he's, that's he's very not, true. He's come not, on. He's not. Look, no. If you, if you, if you hold, 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 hold your thoughts there, we'll come back to this Darwin Nunez discussing in a bit. We have Mohamed Zidane on the line, Borussia Dortmund uh, legend. Uh, he is in Ghana for the uh, Borussia Dortmund versus African Legends game that will be played tomorrow at the Accra Sports Stadium. Mo, good evening and welcome to Sports Panorama. Welcome to Ghana as well. How are you uh, enjoying the country so far? Yeah, hello. How are you? Uh, good evening. And uh, yeah, so far I'm enjoying Ghana a lot. Uh, Ghana has been uh, has been very great to me. Uh, I to my to my old memories as well with uh, with the Egyptian national team. I played here in Ghana with Egypt uh, national team many times, and especially in 2008 when we won the African Cup of Nations. So, so it's nice to be back. <laughs> very, very um, nice to be back as well. I I remember you from your uh, shenanigans uh, when Ghana played Egypt. I think it was the qualifiers, right? Oh. The what? It was the group, the game. group game, yes. Kumasi, Kumasi. Brace yeah, and, and and you were without you were, his boots, boots and was doing the, the the boots is too hot yeah. celebration. Yeah, yeah, the boots was very hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still actually very hot. <laughs> <laughs> good to know. No, good to know. It has been it has been a very great time at that at back at back back in 2008. The people here are very very friendly and very lovely. The Ghanaian people always we we love them in Egypt, and uh, and uh, we stayed in Kumasi. As I remember, I think we stayed in. Kumasi for like three weeks yeah. because we've been playing mm-hmm. all our games in Kumasi, in Kumasi and then we had to move from Kumasi to Accra for the final and the final was against Cameroon and uh, and then we were lucky uh, yeah. to uh, to uh, to beat Cameroon again he for the final for was 1-0 so uh, it was it was a great uh, experience for all of us to uh, to be African champion in Ghana Mm, and mm. Uh, yeah, it was it was nice memories. Uh, in mm-hmm. 2010, we in 2010 we had done to play against Ghana again in the final, but in Angola, and then we uh, we we managed to win one zero one nil against Ghana in the final. So that was uh, that was a bad one. Nice one, Mo. Somebody wants to ask you a question really quickly in the studio. Oh well, my yes, personal please. favorite moment was when you turned Kuluturi inside out. Do you have a favorite moment of the tournament apart from that you want to share with us? Like a specific moment on the pitch? I didn't hear if you were like... Sorry, sorry. sorry. I was saying that I remember you had a great moment against Kuluturi in one of the games. Are there any... Is there a specific moment on the pitch that really stands out to you during your Egypt career you might want to talk about? I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. The voice ah, okay. Is, let me let me just ask for you from this end. He's yes, asking please. that yes. um, you did something really really wonderful against Kolo Ture uh, <laughs> in that game. But we are asking that is there any part of your Egypt career which is special to you that you you you'd like to share with us? 
Yes, of course. You know, all all you know, it's always it's always for every football player. It's always an honor to play for the national team and wear the national team jersey and 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 sing the national team song. So for me, always when I played with for Egypt, it was very special. Uh, uh, to me, African Cup of Nation has always been a great honor to to be a champion of Africa because it has been my dream since I was a kid. And then I managed to to play the 2008 in Ghana, and then I become champion, and then 2010 another another. A memory, of course, for the national team, uh, which will always stay in my heart and will always mean a lot to me. When we played, when we played the Confederation Cup in South Africa in 2009, and then we played against Brazil, and I was very lucky to score two goals against Brazil at that game. And then we uh, we we lost in the extra time, four uh, four to three. We were be, we were behind um, with two goals, and then I managed to score the two goals for the draw. And then the game after, we managed to beat the champion of the world, Italy. We beat them one one nil. Yeah, if you remember, of course, the game. We beat them one nil, and and this this was always, you know, like African uh, champions can beat the world champion. So it's always we, you mean, you know, when we when African team represent uh, the African uh, content in the World Cup or in the Confederation Cup, it's always it's always a big thing. So I was honored uh, with that. Hmm. Now you and your some of your old teammates are back in town. Owomoyela, I remember him very well. I remember Vaidenfella very well as well. The game is tomorrow. You you play against the likes of Sami Kufour uh, and a few of the legends from the African continent as well as Ghanaian legends. How how much are you looking forward to this game? I mean, you guys, I'm I'm sure you guys haven't met in in a while. How much are you looking forward to tomorrow's game? Very much forward. Actually, it's very nice always to be back with my ex-team colleagues like Ohumuyela, Weidenfeller, Didi, uh, Evan Nilsson, all all the guys. You know, we have so much fun with each other, and we used to play often uh, those kind of games, like the Legends games, and the, like you know, like we having always this tour. We've been traveling around the world to play all these kind of games. It's always nice to be back together. Uh, it has been a while because of the Corona situation for the past two years. So it's our our gathering together since two and a half years so it's very nice especially now when we play in Africa my content with my teammates ex-teammates against all my colleagues from Africa uh, national teams like like all the one like you said Kofur um, Azamojian uh, Muntari uh, Adibayor all the big guys it's always nice to meet with them I haven't seen them for a while I saw uh, Azamo yesterday and then we had so much fun talk uh, we played together in the UAE league we played Mm. Sorry? No, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, we spoke together yesterday because we, we played together at the same time when he were playing in Al Ain in Al Emirate. I played there as well in the Emirati League and then we had so much fun time together when we met each other. So we, we, we had we had a nice talk. Tomorrow we're looking all forward to be together on the field. We want to have a nice show to the people, you know. It's not about it's not about it's not gonna be an aggressive day tomorrow. It's gonna I think it's gonna be a very nice, quiet day. We need to have fun. We need to have fun, enjoy the game, give the people and the spectators, all the all the fans, a very nice day to remember. You say the boots are still hot. How many goals do we expect from you tomorrow? Uh, you have, you can expect uh, me uh, scoring a goal and celebration, celebrating with, in the same way I did in Ghana in 2008, with uh, with 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 dancing with the goal or with the boots. Two more questions before you go. Just two quick questions. Otoado played for Dortmund. Um, you obviously saw him in your time at Dortmund. He's now Black Stars head coach. What do you make of um, Otoado from player to head coach? 
Of course, uh, Otto uh, has been my best friend uh, in, in my career. We played together, uh, me and him in Mainz. We played together in Hamburg. I have a, so many years uh, of relationship and friendship and brothership together with him. I'm very honored and I'm very proud of him, of what he developed uh, himself from the player uh, way to the coach way. He's very, uh, very smart person, very dedicated person. He's very, he loves his job. He loves what he does. And he's full of uh, vision of the game. And, uh, and he has the joy in the game. I think, and I'm 100% sure, he will be the good person for Ghana. Uh, development uh, national team and the youth players. He, he worked very good and very hard with the youth players, with the young players. I think I think Otto will do very well. And you know, it's 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 Ghana should be very proud of having a person like Otto who have been dedicating all his life to football, uh, all his passion in football, and uh, I'm sure he will do well. Let's talk a bit about Mohamed Salah before you go. A lot of People thought that this was the year he could win the Ballon d'Or. Um, do you still think he can win or for you is his chance gone? No, I actually I, I don't know. Salah has won many um, personal titles uh, this year. Uh, private titles as the goal scorer, the best goal scorer, Salah. He's our bride in Egypt. We are all proud of him and we, 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 we all support him and we all stand on his back. It's for us, you know, we will love to see him winning the Ballon d'Or. But he's, he will always stay in our heart and in, 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 our, in our eye, the winner, because we, we, we are proud of what he achieved so far. But sometimes Ballon d'Or is not, not about how many goals you score and it's not about only, you know, it's, 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 it depends on too many other things, you know. So, Salah... Um, he he was not lucky this year um, with with the Champions League final. We would we would have loved to have him winning the Champions League final. And then he was not lucky in the league in the in the final game. They were so so close to win the competition and the league and 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 the league of England, of course. But he was not lucky enough as well. So he lost two big titles this year. And uh, and uh, he, and then of course also with the national team of Egypt he lost the final uh, of the African Cup of Nation against Senegal and then he lost again uh, by meaning say by mean saying lost Salah didn't lose the Egyptian national team together lost but Salah he always have a, a dream and a goal and we all we all stay behind him and behind his dream so we wish him luck. I still believe, and we all in Egypt believe that that Salah he still can win the Ballon d'Or. He still have many years ahead of him, and if he keep going the way he he does, then we are hundred percent hundred percent sure one day will come. Uh, you, you're talking about a player has been winning the um, the best goal scorer in the Premier League for the past four or five years. He's, every year he scored around 50 goals or 40 goals or 35 goals. So when you score that amount of numbers of goals in a big league like England, playing for Liverpool, scoring in the Champions League, so so it's it means a lot. So we wish him the best. Finally, uh, Mohamed, have you tried any Ghanaian food so far? Uh, uh, yes, since I've been here now for the past two days, we eat uh, Ghanaian food and it's nice. Uh, the rice with the vegetables, the chicken with, uh, with the Ghanaian uh, Jollof? It's very nice, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very Thank much, you. Mo. We'll Thank see you. you hopefully at tomorrow's game. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys.
So, Mohammed Zidane getting to us there, and we are giving away 10 tickets, right? Yes, mm-hmm. 10 tickets. 10 tickets to the game tomorrow. We'll yes. give it to the texters, the people who have been texting yeah, you. To yeah, the show. yeah, they deserve it. Yeah. So, when you read that message, you give them a ticket. Those of you who don't like adding your names to text messages. Uh, today. Mm. So, the players who have come in. Roman Weidenfeller, yeah. legend, the goalkeeper, Ivan Nelson. Weidenfeller is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dede, yeah. remember the Brazilian. Yes, yeah. Kerch, and David Odonko. Oh, he's also in oh. town. 2006 oh. World Cup down. young player. Yes, yes. David Odonko is like a Ferrari. He could run. Yes, uh, <laughs> Owo is here. Kring is here. Tenga, Jan Kola. Mm. Ah, six seven Yankola. Yankola, oh, my goodness. Played against John Mensa one at the World Cup in 2006. John Mensa, one of the one of the first victims of Asamoja. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the mix. Uh, Grosskreutz is also oh, here. Yeah. Kevin Gross. Kevin Grosskreutz. Oh, oh, wow. That guy played uh, every position apart from centre. Why than the club? He's still young. Utility player. He didn't bring Blasikovsky. No, no, they did. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, please. You want them to come and kill our commentators? Uh, to come mention the name, please. Yeah. Uh, Henrich is also here. Mm-hmm. Dikel and Mohamed Zidane himself. Ibrahim Tanko, okay, our okay. very own Bundesliga winner. Oh, Charlie. Oh, Tanko. And, and 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 you have this name many times. Victor Ikeba. Oh, Ikeba. Charlie, still donning the raster. Tell me, tell me yeah, about it. Charlie, tomorrow evening, I believe 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it should be exciting. Flood lighting. Yeah. It's a party, man. Mm. Thank you. It's a party. So Borussia Dortmund legends against Ghana legends. The Ghana side there, the players playing to even Abedi. Huh. Maestro himself. Yeah, the maestro. When Tell the maestro himself. comes out to play one of himself. Tell it, do you know Malam Yaya? Hey. Malam Yaya. So Tanko said he would do half half. Charlie, if you don't know Malam Yaya, go and go and get you some play, videos. So play for one of one, one of our one, first players to play in the Bundesliga. Yes. You go and look at go and he watch. said one half. Tanko said one half for Dortmund legends, one half for Ghana legends. And Tony Bafu will be there. Charlie, I wanted to see CK in action. Oh, uh, Charlie. Oh, Charlie. CK will be there. No, CK will, will be there. Will be there. Ah, CK will be there. Mm-hmm. Let, me read, let me read messages and let's see if we can do a quick, we yeah. can do some quick giveaways. Um, Every message comes with a giveaway if they are interested. This one says, as for me, all I want is a song dedication for all my fellow Arsenal fans. Uh, the song is Yakubu by Kwao Kese. So, uh, kick-off is 5.30 p.m. Yeah, 5.30 p.m. Okay. Yeah. So, someone from Teshi, Samuel, please, if you are listening, you should show up here tomorrow with an ID card. Um, you, you'll be giving a ticket. This one here is from Caesar Sabala Ginger from Adenta Frafra High C. You should ginger, be... oh, ginger. Ah, Charlie. Ah. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> Sabala <laughs> Ginger. Ah, Beji tickets. Beji tickets. Yeah, yeah, Mao. Let's move on. More messages. This one here is from Jude inside Kakasunanka. Charlie Kakasunanka, they own to me. Oh, you go come, you go come, you go come. Jude, Jude, come. Is it Saturday? Oh, give it to Jude, my brother. If Jude can come here, we'll give Jude your ticket. Oh, Jude. If you cannot, then. The last three tickets gone. Shame your haters, man. Shame your haters. Moses Kofi Noy from Ablekuma South. Oh, he's not far. Yeah, Ablekuma South. Moses, come for your ticket. I can't even read your message. Come for your ticket tomorrow. This one here is from Ogbe. Momobi na hey. from Pema Bankuman. Come and collect tickets. Ogbe Momobi na. Yes. I beg you, ticket for the Dortmund African Legends game. That's and right. then this one is from Mutala. Ah, oh, Mutala. Uh, no, I said your location. Mutala is from Kumasi. 
Look at that. If you can come, you come to we will give you. <laughs> Santana at Choco. Oh, Charlie. Santana. Santana at Choco. Oh, Santana. Behave yourself, my brother. Oh, Santana. Santana. So Ticket for you. He's my grand uncle's neighbor, I'm sure. Ah, are you serious? Yeah, my grand uncle is <laughs> in Choco. Ah, Charlie. Chief from Madina Estates. Chief. Chief. From Madina Estates. Yes. If you are listening, come for your I'm ticket tomorrow. Seven, oh, Farouk headliner. Oh, oh my guy. No, oh, Farouk. Farouk, I beg you, come and take your Farouk ticket. Is my let, a, let us not talk plenty. Yeah. Come and yeah. take your ticket. More like. Kosa. Kosa from Hard. Nima. You are just here. 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Hey, come and take us. Have, you, be, have you been ticket. counting the tickets? Yes. Um, We're at nine now. Last one. Who uh, got a ticket? <laughs> Behave yourself. This one here. Uh, Charlie, the guy didn't add his name. Oh, he did. Emma from from Legon. He's there. He has. See, don't do this. Don't, don't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who we'll give it to you? Who we'll give it to you? You imam from Lego, you come no, and take we'll this. Imam from Lego, and just for shaggy reasons, just in case one person in the ten misses out, just one more for shaggy reasons. D'Angelo, D'Angelo from Ashima. Hard. Respect yourself Hard. for the ticket tomorrow. Hard. So this, this one, this one, it should be first come first. Another circle. person who needs to respect himself. Who you can't tell me. Ah. Are you serious? Is it the Darwinus is you are going to look at? Are you serious? Waka, waka. I'm even I'm even ah. being, I'm even being generous. <laughs> I'm being you don't generous. don't call me that move, do you? Oh, at all. No, Thank no, no, no. The guy is confused. confused. We, 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 we will have more time oh, next week to get, to get more into this Darwin Nunez transfer. But first, quick announcement for you go. This week, a lot of uh, Chelsea legends have been writing. Yes, yes, yes. One of Eric the Kitman. Oh, Eric, I see you do affair. Was a kids manager yeah. at Chelsea. He's been since 2013. Hey. Came to Ghana two weeks ago and died after a short illness. Oh, um, so from the Offair family, they say they are very grateful to the love shown to the family and all of his children. Didier Drogba tweeted, he said, rest in heaven. Eric, thank you for all your support and your dedication Sad for all stuff. of us at Chelsea. Thank you, big man. Rhys James also tweeted, he said, rest in peace, Eric. He was more than a kids man. Mm. He had a real clean heart, funny personality, and always wanted the best for all the academy lads. Mm. I miss the days when I used to rummage for fresh Nike socks until we meet again, fly high, and rest easy. Uh -huh. I will miss you. John Terry says, rest in peace. Eric, heartbreaking news today. Boss, you will be deeply missed. Colum mm. Hudson Odoi also tweeted. So all of them showing uh, their respects to Eric Asiedu of uh, Save Chelsea well. Since 2013. Let me read a few messages here before we go. Raman Osman. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> These days, uh, Raman, aside being a sports... Osman! Aside being a sports writer, he does other things. I'll tell you about those other Osman. things Osman! He says, My first time listening to Panorama in a while, and I can't stop smiling. The quality of the analysis is off the roof. You guys are really on top of... Osman! Nothing. Relax. He says, The quality is frightening. Hey! Yeah, in the studio with the mighty coach Nimli striking from the wings. Just wanted to add that today's game was quite disappointing on all levels. My concern is that Otto's team is getting used to not winning games and that could be very dangerous to the psychology of the team. Mm -hmm. On players like Callum Hudson, Odoi, Tariq and Inaki, obviously they are quality, but we have to be careful with their integration. We have to make sure that we don't end up with players like Kevin Prince Boating. We've been down this road before, so we should ensure that when it's done, it's done properly and does not imbalance the team. I'm sure the next few games will tell us all we need to know about Otto Ado's quality. Anyway, Raman is a marriage counselor these days. 
Oh, smart! <laughs> you take that thing, come your Oh, no, relax. Don't go there. I'm just, just for the record, he's a, he's a marriage counselor. Oh, just, just so people needed to know. Just quick one before we go. Okule, my good friend Okule, ah, this Okule worried is getting to us. No, listen, Okule says something. He says, the polo to polo, no, he's explaining it. Ah. He says, polo to polo, listen, mm-hmm. was a deceptive pass from polo to himself. Ah. <laughs> if you don't know, <laughs> now, now you, you know. know. Polo is how we end the show. My name is Benjamin uh, Ikesia. You have mentioned to, the hmm? NFL Touchdown Africa. It's very important. Yeah, quick one, quick one. So that. the NFL are launching Africa. So there's an NFL fan zone on the mm-hmm. 26th of June. Okay. Uh, it's a free event. Once you just sign up, they'll give you your tickets. It's five per participant to sign up. You meet some former NFL players. Mm-hmm. You can play some Madden NFL. Yeah, cool, you can man. do the speed test. You can throw the ball. And you see the Vince Lombardi trophy. Oh, Charlie. You know, I just need to go and hug Lombardi. Uh, That's yeah, all yeah, I need to do. You're going to Vince Lombardi. So there's a lot of... Kempinski, we'll be there. We'll be there. So thank you very much, Mr. Graham. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, uh, Fento Tari. Thank you, Coach, for joining us over the phone. Raman, for joining us all the way from London. I leave you with Polo to Polo. Please enjoy. Mohammed Polo, the dribbling magician. Mohammed Polo, the magnificent. The story about uh, the, 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 the magician uh, player. The player with different accolades. I'm a maestro. I'm a wizard. I'm polo to polo. I'm wonder boy. I'm player extraordinaire. I'm scientist footballer. I'm footballer extraordinaire. Master, mention the name. You see, I've already. The name is is in the book. Different different accolades, and you are in the in the country. I became a coach, from 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 showing to the the, the whole Ghana public. That this man, after footballing, he will become a coach. Because I became a coach player. With no other team, House of Force in the Let me tell you another.